that right there is where you're going to have to clear your driveway, clear a little path, because soon this truck is going to be making a serious stop in front of your door. Get ready. Peace world, peace world. It's your man and Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And it's another episode of Keeping the Tile. Thank you so much for tuning in and riding and rocking with me on today. Hopefully everything is going good, going cool, and going right in your world. But if not, don't worry about it. You got another opportunity to make that happen. So here's what I need you to do. Make sure you get out to the dressing room. Get into the corner. Get in your last instructions. Go ahead and get in your mouth guard because it's going to be time for you to get to the center of the ring. Touch gloves. Here's what I need you to do at this moment. Get ready because the round has officially started, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what we're going to be vibing on on today. We all can look at our lives and we're willing to put up a sacrifice. We're willing to put everything in for whatever it is that we're trying to do for ourselves. We may have our hopes, our dreams on one thing. And as we always hear, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's easy for some to say, but it's not easy for everybody to do. Some people, they have no choice but to do that. Other people, they can't afford to do that. It's just different. Everybody moves and rocks differently. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, just imagine when you have gone on an interview... Let's go ahead and just start from the start on this one. You search out for a job. You see a job you like. You go ahead, you apply for it, like with the other 600 that you did. All the questions seem the same, right? Then you put out your resume. You're waiting for God knows how long. Then you finally get an email saying, hey, look, or call. Listen, we would like to extend an interview to you. Or you go ahead and you put in for a home. And you're hoping that this will be the final opportunity you get a chance to get your own home, to own your own home that you can say, this is mine. You go ahead, you got to get an interview with the loan officer or the bank or whoever. And they got to check out a whole bunch of government, your financial history, your business. Like they got to check everything about you. Seeing how you are with money in your past, even in your present. So you got to go through all that just so hopefully you can hear you're approved. Same way when you're going with your job. And as I said, you got that call. You got that email. Hey, look, we would like to extend the interview to you. You finally get that interview. First interview, you listen, you talk. They ask you the questions. You answer the right way. The night before, just imagine you were in the mirror, like trying to make it right, say the right things, all these good things. You dressed up good. You're smelling good. Everything, right? The shoes are shining. The ties on right. The dress is on right. You're not wearing too gaudy jewelry. You're wearing the right amount. And you're just ready to go in and kill this. And the first thing you say to yourself, I got this. We all been there. So now finally you get that opportunity, you're inside there, they ask you the questions and you're answering questions as truthful as possible, being honest with them and being professional, of course, you're on time and everything. The conversation, the interview goes right, you're just saying, yo, look, you know what, cool, I'm loving this. You know, and a lot of you been there when you're in the middle of an interview and you're just feeling like, yo, this is on point, this is feeling good. It no longer becomes an interview, it just feel like you're just talking, just having a regular conversation with someone. Then after the interview is over, you shake hands, yo, thanks a lot for having me. Hey, we'll let you know what's gonna happen. We'll give you a call back or we'll contact you and let you know what's gonna be the result from this. And you're excited and nervous at the same time. So you leave out of there, you're feeling good about yourself. You're like, yo, I think I did that, seriously. I think I did. So now a few days pass by, a few weeks pass by, you haven't heard anything, but you're still doing what you got to do with life. Then you get the email. So then you see the company's name, you open the email, you're like, all right, let's see what it is. And then you read the first line. Hey, thank you so much 
for taking the time out to interview with us. It was a pleasure meeting you. And then you know you skipped out. You're like, all right, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I want to get to the real message I want to get. That one sentence that could make or break everything, right? You felt good. Everything felt right. And then you get that one line that you've been waiting to hear. You get the line of, unfortunately, we've decided to move on to another candidate. We decide to move on to someone who's more qualified for this position that you applied for. Even though it was hard, blah, 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 we decide to no longer pursue you, but we move to someone else. However, we'll keep your resume on file. Thank you. Great regards, HR team. Now, how did that make you feel? How does it make you feel when you go ahead, check out something like that? You read that email and you're like, oh man gotta be kidding me before it was a call you know you sat by your phone and you're just hoping to get that call you couldn't wait to get the call and if you missed them they left you a message but of course times have changed some still do that a lot of them don't i would say a good 95 percent of them do not do that so just imagine now you go ahead and you see that email you see that line we regret to inform you and then at the end we'll keep your resume on file in the back of your mind, you're like, seriously, are you really going to keep it on file? Are you? And there's a lot of emotions going through you because you're like, oh, crap, not this again. Not right now. I've been hoping and praying that this would be it. This would be the opportunity I've been looking for, I've been waiting for. And a lot of you been there. A lot of you been to that space where this was finally the job that you've been praying for for God knows how long. After working different jobs and after working hours upon hours at one gig for God knows how long. Or you took on multiple gigs to make ends meet. And then finally this is the gig that is in your field that you work for. It is in your field that you place so many hours in. And then you get the whole regret to inform you. However, we'll keep your resume on file. Now, I know a lot of you can go back and say, man, this is messed up. You can say, come on now, you made a mistake somewhere. Of course, you want to say that. A lot of us want to say that. But that part where now we have to go ahead and move forward with it. We can't do nothing. We can't cry about it. Well, we can't. Well, some people cry about it. But you can't go ahead and, and call them up and say, come on, man, what you doing? Why not me? I'm, I know I was qualified for this. And you know that you know that you know. You will qualify for that job or that position. You know that you know. Maybe it's a position in the same company you've been working for for years. And you're like, yo, this is it. You know, I'm finally going to give this, this a chance. I'm going to give this a shot. I took courses. I did classes. I got certifications and all this stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm going to finally go for this project manager job. I'm finally going to go for this leadership role. I'm finally going to go for whatever it is, this forklift operator. All right. And then you get told. Nah, but we'll keep your resume on file. And it's hard to just sit there and say, all right, whatever, man, move on. It's hard to do that. But in the times that we're in, you have to deal with it. Imagine when you have looked up for schools that you were trying to go for. Undergrad, grad school, PhD programs, all these different schools you've been going for. And you're like, I meet the qualifications. Hey, they need this, they need that. You wrote the essays, you got the reference letters, you tracked down old teachers. You're like, listen, I don't know if you're still alive, but if you're alive, can you please just give me a recommendation somewhere? Please just give me a recommendation. And they give it to you. They give you one. You got to get one, two or three. You got to have community service, all these different things just to get in a school. Ain't it crazy? And it's more than likely you're not going to be doing no community service when you get in school. But that's a whole different thing. But anyway, you finally get in and then you're like, yo, this is it. I got this finally. And then after all the work you've done, you wrote in your essays, you wrote, this is why I feel that I'll be a good fit for the school and why it will help me propel myself into the future. And then you get the letter that, hi, 
candidate for so-and-so university or college, whichever one. Thank you for applying. Even though you are an incredible student, you submitted all your stuff on time. And we thank you so much for taking the time out of your life to go ahead and submit to this school to be a potential student. However, we see that you do not meet the qualifications. You do not meet the standard that we have here at the school. And so we will move on from you. Crushing, ain't it? Or you go ahead and you put in work for a house. You put in the work that you did at the house and remodeling and you did this, you did that. You hammered up some things. You brought the wood, went ahead, you measured twice. You measured three times. You're like, yo, this is it. This is what I want. You got the schematics together. And then as you go ahead, you're on the point of doing it. You are in the middle of doing your stuff day and night, days off. Sometimes you just put an extra hour or two hours when you come from work, you're dead tired, but you're still doing it. And then out of nowhere, crash, boom, a tree falls on your home or a part of the home collapses. And you're like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? Yes, that is crushing. Why do I say all this, ladies and gentlemen? I say this to you because this is part of the truck that backs up into your home and gets ready to give you a truckload of setbacks and failures, a bunch. When you feel you're doing well, and then you hear this. You don't like that. None of us like that because you got that thought of, oh crap. Not right now. You know, you can sense it that no, not, not, not now, not now, not yet. Come on now. Not, not at this moment. I'm doing pretty good. Not right now. And then it's one rejection email after another for the job. It's one rejection email after another for a position. It's one rejection email after another or a rejection letter after another for the school you want to get in. It's one setback. It's one pushback after another. Another rejection for an audition that you've been putting in all the work for. After all these classes you took. After all this hours of trying to character develop and all this stuff. And then you still get told, nah, thank you, but we're not going to choose you for the role. You did audition tape. You know what I'm talking about. Then you have those of you who went ahead and you wanted to go and get an opportunity to open up for someone at a venue, a musical venue. And you did all the hours of, of classes. You did all the hours of practicing. You're like, yo, this will be it. Hey, we're looking for the best of the best to open up for our show. And you did it. You're like, yo, that's me. That's me right here. That is definitely me. And then here it is. You put in all that work and time. And then they say, nah, you ain't got what we want. But you're sitting there like, wait, I am what you want. You wanted the best of the best. I just broke down a whole bunch of scales to you. I blew out a whole bunch of notes to you. You mean to tell me that I wasn't the best of the best? And it's frustrating, right? Once again, you got to go ahead and deal with that. But then you say, now, nah, you know what? Hey, who cares? I heard that somebody else got another thing going. So then you go ahead and you put in yourself and put your name in a hat and whatever have you. And then you still get the same thing. Nah. You're not what we're looking for. Then you go ahead and say, all right, whatever. Then a few of you who know about this, you go ahead, you sing your heart out to one spot. Uh, yeah, you don't really have the vocals we're looking for. All right, let me go on to somebody else. Then you sing for another thing to go ahead and open up or to just have a spot to sing at a certain venue. And then they say, nah, you're not what we're looking for. How does that feel? It kind of sucks that you got to hear all that, right? Yeah. This comes in. That's the truck, ladies and gentlemen. That's the truck coming to your door. 
and it has a dumpster full of setbacks and failures and you're discouraged you're definitely discouraged you're like man come on now and then it gets continuously worse when you find out that there's someone who's less talented who's less qualified than you but they got that opportunity or they don't even have the character to hold on to whatever it is they got the opportunity that's is what pisses you off and I get it. A lot of us have been there. And it could be discouraging. But that's what the dumpster does. The dumpster that has this set, and, and I mean truckload set of failures and setbacks, and it's going to be dumped on your front lawn. You're not going to like it, but it's going to be there. And you're going to be like, man, are you kidding me? Again, after things are starting to move a little better, after I just cleared up this one set of setbacks, this one set of L's that I've been taking, now another set comes onto my lawn. Didn't I just clear this up? Yes, more is coming back on the lawn. And sometimes it don't even just come on the lawn. It comes in your driveway too. So now you got to do double duty. And as discouraging as it is, it can slip you into a funk. And not just any type of funk. It can slip you into the funk of doubt and possibly, and possibly giving up and saying, I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired of this crap. I'm tired of every time I put my name in for something, I'm swinging for something, it's not coming out as I can see it as. It's not coming out into fruition as I know that it can be. I am doing everything I can possibly do. I've submitted my name for one film festival after another, and then they're still saying, nah, you're not what we want. I submitted my project for this thing at my supervisor, and they constantly turn me down and say, nah, that's not what we want right now. I pitch my ideas to my coworkers and to my to my think tank, and they keep telling me, nah, that's not what we want like right now. But then when you're looking, it's like, wait a minute. Every time you turn down my ideas, somebody else pops with another idea is the same exact thing they're popping up with and you're going with it it's just dressed up a little bit different it's frustrating it is frustrating and what that can do to you and you can go ahead and talk yourself into saying maybe it's not meant for me that right there can be scary at times when you get to that space maybe it's not meant for me maybe i'm not meant to do this maybe i maybe i shouldn't be doing that because that's the part of the doubt that you're going to have to deal with and what will happen is you will end up putting a cap on yourself You'll put a lid on yourself, on who you are as a person, what you know you're capable of doing. You will put a lid on yourself. Now, the lid can be down on two ways. The lid, as you know, you can just rest a lid. You know when you just put a lid over something just to cover it, that's it? That's one thing. But you can still lift it off with, with just blowing it. But then there's some of you who put the lock on the lid. You know when you hear that click, that, or some of you had that double click that you may know about? Click, click, that means it's locked. That's what you put on yourself. You put it on your vision. You put it on your dream. You put it on what you've been trying to go for for the longest while. You want to hear the click, click. That is a death wish right there. That's a death wish. When you go ahead and you put the click, click on who you are, is there anything putting a lid on it? No, if you just rested on it. No, sometimes just like, all right, let me just back off of this a little and step away from it for a little while. But don't step away for too long. That's, the, that's another thing you can get trapped into. How long are you going to put it to rest, though? And how long are you going to put the lid on it? Until you go back in the pot and start stirring things up again. And that's what a lot of you need to go back to doing. You need to go back into the pot and stir that back up. Those of you who put a click on your lid, I don't know. I don't know what more you need to do at this moment. Because I can promise you, you've walked past that pot for the longest while, but you don't want to touch it. Some of you have been staring at the pot, and I'm telling you today is now the time you're going to have to go back and stir it up. Restir whatever it is you have inside that pot. Whatever it is, you're going to have to restir it again. 
And just like cooking, you may have to just shake it up a little. You may have to just go, ah, you know, maybe I don't, I don't need to put any pepper on this one. Maybe I don't need to put as much salt. Maybe I don't need to put this much seasoning. Maybe I just need to scale back on putting this much into my dish. However, that doesn't mean you stop stirring the pot. That doesn't mean you stop seeing what it is you see for yourself. That doesn't mean that you put the lid, the clicking lid on you. And it's tiring. It's tiring every time this truck keeps backing into your lawn and backing into your driveway and dumping the L's and I mean huge L's on your front lawn and on your doorstep, right at your doorstep constantly. And it's frustrating. It's exhausting because you got to clean this up all over again. You got to clean up your mind like, yo, man, don't stop. You got to keep telling yourself, no, just got to keep going. Get a resurgence in your spirit again to keep going. That is frustrating. Of course, we will all love to have a good time an easy ride we all would love to do it right we all like to have it but again as we always hear if it was easy everyone would be able to do it my sister my brother i'm telling you you're gonna have to go through rain hell hail more rain more hell some quicksand for a little while before you can see a little bit of some ground that has some sunlight you're gonna have to go through it. and some of you are going through that right now some of you are dealing with that right now where you're just like oh my gosh come on man again i just came out of the rain now i gotta go through hell i just came out of hell i gotta go back in the rain i just came out of the rain i'm in quicksand i'm in i'm sinking all of a sudden i was doing everything was good but now i'm, I'm sinking but yeah that's what you're gonna have to go through that's what you're just gonna have to go through martin luther king said it best in one of his speeches if you can't fly run you can't run walk if you can't walk crawl but whatever you do, you don't stop. Don't stop. And that's what I tell you today. Don't stop. Right now, some of you were once flying, but now you're starting to run. Some of you were once running, but now you're just walking. Some of you, well, I wouldn't even say you're walking. You were just doing a light jog, and now you're walking. Then now from the light jog to walking, then there's right now a lot of you on your stomach. You're crawling like, dear God, man, I don't know if I got any more strength to keep crawling. Now, if any of you never done it before, you go ahead and crawl for a long time. That's a lot. That's not easy to do for a long time. You try it. Particularly if you got some electric barbed wire over you. Shouts out to the Spartan race. But yeah, you go ahead and try that. It's not easy. And so I tell you today, don't put the click and lid on your vision, your dream yet. Don't do that. Click, click. Uh-uh. Let's not put that on there yet. But I'm telling you, don't stop. Right now, you may be listening. You got tears in your eyes like, man, but I tried everything I could, Boogie. I did everything I possibly could. I understand. I know, I know that I know this is for me, Boogie, but man, I cannot believe that it's not working out. It's not moving like I want it to. It's all right. This is just part of the process that you're going to have to deal with. You, some of you came out of the rain and now you're in hell. Some of you came out the hell. Now you're in back in the rain. Then you're in hail. Hail hurts. If you've never been in a hailstorm. It hurts and it damages things. But if you can survive that, you can keep going. Then you got a little quicksand. You're going to sink in. You're just going to sink down a little bit, man. You can get out of it. When you get out of that and you get on that road, now it's time for you to go back to running. You want to fly again. I remember those days, Boogie, when I was flying. Yeah, I remember those days too when I was flying. It's like, man, nothing could get in your way. But now you came straight from flying to straight crawling. It's funny, ain't it? When you go from flying, you go straight to crawling. But then from crawling, now you got to take the incremental steps to go back to flying. You got to go from crawling to now you got to be able to go and just start walking tediously. And then from walking tediously to jogging to now running to then now flying. It's crazy, ain't it? But that's just the way how the world moves. Folks, I want to tell you something. I want to share something with you. 
few weeks ago, I went for a certain job that I was looking for. I knew this was for me. I went for it. And when I did this interview, the interview felt right. Like a lot of you know how, how that goes. The interview feels good. You don't have nothing to worry about. And then it took like about three and a half, four weeks to finally hear back. And then I finally got the email and I was like, oh, all right, let's see what we got. And then I got the rejection email. And my immediate reaction was, no, 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 no. I'm not reading this right. I, I, I can't be reading this right. I had to read the letter twice to make sure I read this right. And then I did something. I did something that I never done before. I wrote well, a note right back to the person who sent me this, the hiring person, this hiring manager who sent me this letter. I responded back and I wrote something to the sense of your, it's a mistake. The person that you were looking for is the person that you were talking to, it's me. And I almost hit send, but I had to fall back. And I fell back because I was not thinking rationally. I was really thinking with a great emotion. And I and everybody has been there. When you think with emotion, because it's like, yo, these people are making a mistake. Also, not just that they're making a mistake. You're just like, no, I don't want to deal with another no. I'm tired of dealing with no. Tired. This dump truck has been coming into my front lawn all the time, dumping L's right at my front door. And then it pulls off and it says, wait, 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 beep, beep, beep. And then dumps another set on my lawn. So I had to fall back and say, no, 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 don't do that. But what I did do though, I read the note that I wrote. I read that like three times. And then I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? Is this gonna solve anything? Is this gonna really help you? Cause you don't know what can happen in the future. So you gotta have that conversation with yourself, man. It's so real. And my spirit was just telling me who knows what can happen down the road? What can happen in the future? That they look at you and give you a shot and say, yeah, let me think about this guy here. And then you see this note that you sent them. What you think they're going to say about you? Like, oh, this is what he thinks? Kind of sure of himself. I like it, but really. And you know, people can, there's, there's things lost in translation. Because what you mean in a professional manner, they can take it as you having a nasty attitude. A lot of people have been there. That's how we are. That's why I don't do the text messaging if I got something, something serious to talk to people about. I don't like that because loss in translation is too easy. So I'm being up with y'all. I'm telling y'all something serious because I'm not going to tell you, yeah, Boogie always is flying. No, Boogie does not always fly. There's times that Boogie has gotten from the flying to straight now just walking. There's times Boogie has been from walking to then all of a sudden taking a serious sprint and then out of nowhere crawling. And a lot of you know what that feels like. So I'm telling you, this truck is not leaving. It's not going to leave. It's always going to make its rounds around the block. If it's not you, you are, you're on easy street at the moment. That means the truck is just past you. You know, it's like the garbage truck just passes you and everything is not coming to you. Yeah, or like the repo person, they just drive past your house. Yeah, they don't need you because they're not looking for you. But I can promise you this, every single person, once you're living and under the sound of my voice, you got a heartbeat in your chest, you are going to hear this. Yeah, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear that. No matter who you are, you're gonna hear it. But I promise you, when that truck dumps the L's and the setbacks on you, sweep it off. Sweep it off the porch, sweep it off your doorstep, sweep it off the lawn, sweep it off the driveway, and put it right back in the front for them to pick it up and go back. But guess what? 
that means you still got more in you. Remember, some of you have put a lid on yourself already. Blow off the lid. Some of you have already put the click, click, the clicking lid on you. Come on, get it off. If you can't fly, you run. If you can't run, you jog. If you can't jog, you walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But dear God, whatever you do, you don't stop. Keep going. And once you keep going, that is you telling the world you ain't throwing in your towel yet. So I tell you, as you're out there, this is going to be coming to your door. But don't get scared. Don't start biting your nails. Don't start dreading. Don't start thinking the worst. This is just going to be part of it. Even though the truck is about to dump something on your front door, your lawn, your driveway, right at your feet. Don't worry. Take it because you've been through this before. Yo, good people, thank you so much for vibing and chilling with me. It's been a pleasure. It's a privilege just to be in your eardrums. Yo, y'all, you want to be able to catch me on my social media? I'm going to put all that in the description box. It's right there. Go ahead and check that out. And also go and check out the other episodes I've had. I had one with Pastor Corey Hall not too long ago. Go ahead and check that out. That's a two-part series and it is heavy. So go ahead and check him out. Also, I got with Derek and Victoria. You'll be able to check that out. And the sacrifice for the risk and the risk of the sacrifice. So go ahead and check that out. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in and vibing and rocking with me. And as I will always want you to know, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. And the round is officially over. I will check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I'm out of here. Peace.